Hey guys, this is Britt Baker, and you're listening to Pro Wrestling Nation. gentlemen welcome back to the podcast i am here with the brain behind wrestling with trivia he is the almighty jordan owens how you doing jordan oh i've never heard that nickname for myself so i'm now i'm doing good man i like it <laughs> me and bobby it i just made it up you know i always get confused with you know bobby lashley so yeah i can't tell you guys apart i'm the bobby lashley you guys wwe champion oh man i mentioned uh wrestling with trivia Let's talk about yeah. that for a second. I came in to that um, a little late to the party, but it was super fun. I came in super hot. I was undefeated two in a row, and I was super uh, excited about it. You put together this little tournament, and uh, I was looking at the brackets going, hmm, who am I going to beat in the finals? And I ended up getting smoked in the first round, you know? Shit like that happens. Um, but yeah, tell us about Wrestling with Trivia a little bit, what it is and how it came to be and stuff. Uh, yeah, man. So it, it started, I think, kind of like some of the stuff you've been doing over Zoom because uh, of COVID, you know, <laughs> you know, it's just all right, I can't see my friends and everything. And we had kind of talked a little bit before it started. Uh, me and my friend Dustin, a.k.a. Wheels, who you'll see all over Wrestling with Trivia. Uh, we've always would quiz each other whenever we were around each other. We'd see NXT house shows, go to like Denny's afterwards and quiz each other and just have fun. And so it was just a way to kind of keep in touch with friends and then from there it kind of grew into like a really fun new platform to, to meet other people like-minded that just love wrestling and want to play some trivia and whatnot and so now i've you know had friends with people all over the world we got people playing from australia and all over the u.s and i've formed some really fun friendships uh just from you know chit-chatting about wrestling and doing some fun trivia you know we have a heavyweight champion we did our own kind of or we're doing the own uh, King of the Ring tournament again. We had it last year, so we're doing it again this year. You know, uh, 16 people, doodle it down to one. Uh, yeah, and you had, you had that hot debut, man. And like yeah. you said, you got cocky. Oh, Look yeah. at you looking into the finals. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I got super cocky. I'm like, I got this. I got this, you know. Uh, no, you're good, man. You're a good, well-rounded player. That's why my brother Don doesn't play. He's not well-rounded. He gets smoked <laughs> by not WWE. Yeah, right? If it's not WWE or movies, he probably doesn't know. Ah, he's out. <laughs> Shout out to a Don Mega. Don Mega. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, not as cute, not as cute. <laughs> so how do you, uh, Everyone agrees, all is agree. How did you start, uh, like, how did you just start recruiting people? You just, like, just wrestling fans and stuff you knew online? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it just started from kind of like the inner circle of, okay, you know, people we knew uh, that, that might want to play, and then Wills was like, oh, I've got some friends that I've met through, you know, message boards or whatever, and oh, that's cool. I knew, I knew like, even uh, one of our former champions is a guy that's wrestled uh, for RPW, which I'm sure we'll talk about, uh, Dexter Beckett. Like, and now I've, I've gotten to know him a lot more than when I, I known him earlier, because his name just kind of came up at one point, like, oh, he, he loves and knows his stuff. All right, let's invite him. And now I've talked to him more than probably a lot of my other, you know, family members. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Hell yeah. Uh, so you're a comic out there in Florida? Uh, how's the Florida comedy scene looking right now with uh, things opening up and stuff? Uh, it's it's starting to get back there. Luckily, you know what I mean. Uh, it, it like any place, it 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 died down, of course, as it had to for a while there. But you know, I'm I'm still slowly getting back out there. I'm definitely not doing as much as I would like to. Uh, yeah, at one point, either. I was doing I was doing that a lot more than wrestling. At one point, I was you know really really hitting it hard. So hopefully, get back out there a little bit more. You know, there's only a couple places right now, but. You know, if I had to, I'll try to start my own place if I have to, you know, or not my own place, but find a bar that will let me. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to open up a bar for that. No, I mean, I don't mean to start my own place. I mean, just find my yeah. own thing no, and a place that's already alive. <laughs> I, I do. I want to start a mic, too. I, I want to, like, hit up some local places and see who wants to do a mic around town, because I think that'd be super fun to to host a mic or something. Absolutely. Yeah. How long uh, How long have you been doing comedy, and how did you, uh, how'd you get your start in doing it? Uh, comedy and wrestling is both about a little over 10 years now. Um, well, probably 12 or so actually now at this point. Wow. Uh, so comedy had begun because uh, real life had started and I realized I needed something more than just work, work, work. You know what I mean? There, there was no yeah. play, you know? I started working before I even finished my senior year of high school. And I was like, all right, this this isn't fun. Like, I can't just be a, a guy that just has a job and then that's it. And, you know, the kid... It was hard to audition for a play because my job was all over the place. And I just kind of, I originally looked up just to see a show to go to. Uh, and off the Hook Comedy Club, it's called, uh, originally in Marco Island, Florida. And I, yeah, I was just looking to go to a show. And I saw second Wednesday of every month, open mic night. And I remember just kind of staring at it for a minute. Because it was always kind of in the back of my mind like, from watching like Last Comic Standing and different things. Like, yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? Because I wanted to perform... You know, and, and uh, like I said, a play couldn't work because it just wouldn't work with my schedule to promise, hey, every Tuesday and Wednesday I can practice. Right. But I was like, oh, send him comedy, man. So uh, the next one was like a week or two away. I said, hell no to that. So I sent him to the one that was like a month away. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just, I mean, from that moment, uh, getting my three minutes in, uh, I got chopped down from five to three. But if he had told me I had zero, I would have went, that's fine, and ran away. But luckily, he didn't say that, and I did perform. And, uh, yeah, it just uh, that that first thrill of people laughing with you is, is really something. And, yeah, it's just it really uh, going is. from there. And... Wow. So you said, um, did you start wrestling and comedy around the same time? Yeah, around the same time. I'm mean, pretty much as soon as, uh, you know, that senior year hit, uh, ran, you know, just, you know, I got my own car and let me find places that – I can get to now, you know what I mean? And then, you know, carpools other people to get wherever. And yeah, right around the same time, starting with the uh, New Era Wrestling and the South Florida Wrestling Alliance, my two first wrestling companies I worked for. How did you, uh, how'd you get your foot in the door with the companies? Uh, so, so that was kind of interesting because if you're a wrestler, you know, there's always a, there, there's a, there's a, a pathway, you know what I mean? It's yeah, tough, right, yeah. but you go to a school, you learn, you get, you know, you're allowed to take bookings, you go from there. So it's kind of more interesting when you're not necessarily there to full-time wrestle. 
So uh, you kind of just find, you got to find your way in where you're useful. So uh, I know for NEW, <laughs> it was, it was filming. And I had found them out because I saw one random, like badly shot clip on YouTube of someone getting super kicked. And so I was like, hey, I did a little bit of video editing in high school. Like I'll shoot your shows. I'll edit them, you know what I mean? Put some match graphics up there, like nothing crazy. If you look, if you look, if you look at it now, it's very bare bones and like simple, but it's more than what they had at the time. Yeah. So, 10 you know years I mean? ago, so you can like, look yeah, back sure. at 10 years ago because the technology is different. Yeah. Now. Oh, yeah. Um, this is back when uh, all you kids out there don't remember when YouTube would, would only let you uh, air like a 10 minute clip. I remember, oh, wow. like, I don't, think you could I don't remember that at all either. Yes. That, that was a thing on YouTube. Yeah. You couldn't go past 10 minutes. I remember having a, chop up matches or putting up like so-and-so versus so-and-so part one and two uh, <laughs> and so just that uh the other company was even trickier uh i basically was just i was i was the ring crew guy i would set up chairs and bleachers and i swept the ring and me and like one ref would set up the entire ring by ourselves and <laughs> you know we just get that foot in the door be humble you know what i mean that back then it's it's a little more chill now uh, I just sound like grizzled vet, but uh, like ten years ago, it was much like very much like keep your mouth shut, be humble, respect your, uh, you know, the people that paved the way for you. You know, if you're sent down and uh, uh, you know, a higher tiersman comes in, you offer them your seat. You know, all kind of all sorts of little things like that. It's a little more chill now. You shake everyone's hand. That was very big back in the day. And, uh, yeah, you just find ways you're useful. Uh, same thing. I would also film their matches. I'd, I'd give them like DVDs as gifts and stuff like that. And then from there it just kind of trickles, you know what I mean? You show that you're not going anywhere because so many people go, Oh, I want to be a part of this. And then they disappear, you know? So you got to kind of put in the time, I think, to show like, Hey, I'm not going anywhere. So like, you know, then both of them were like, all right, Hey, we need a ring announcer. Oh, Jordan might make sense. And I think in a fun way, uh, stand-up comedy really helped that actually too because I oh, know for yeah, SFWA yeah. it was legit like oh actually yeah my buddy uh guy that ran it was name was Gary and his buddy was BJ Odom a local comic and he was like oh yeah Jordan yeah nice guy he's good on the mic good good you know what I mean like fun to listen to and so because of that I think that's how I got the ring announcing originally for SFWA because they knew like okay I'm not just some Joe Schmo like you know what I mean because it, it does take a bit of a personality and like uh, you know, I've, I've seen some bad announcers out there, so, you know, <laughs> but luckily they knew that, oh, okay, I could get the job done, and then you go from there, NEW, I became the on-air general manager, you know, and then you just kind of oh, grow. Wow. That's really cool. So, yeah, it definitely does take a, take a personality, and just the fact that you, you know, you know what you're doing with the microphone, because a lot of people don't. Yeah, I, I, it does help being a fan, too. You kind of know what to say. You do pick up things, you know, as far as, you know, who should come out first. And, you know, these aren't things you necessarily can just, even to this day, I, I've tried, like, Googling, like, ring announcer etiquettes, and it's, uh, they're hard to come by. So you got to kind of learn these things and uh, wow. <laughs> learn exactly which, which way to word it, you know what I mean? But being a fan definitely does help that you're not going to say anything silly. Uh, we had a ring announcer one time. I'm not making fun of her. She just simply wasn't that much of a fan. So uh, one show we had a fatal four way. So the next show was a triple threat, but she called it a fatal three way. That was a fun one. <laughs> you nice. know, she's like, well, I just figured all multi persons were fatals. You know, fatal, <laughs> fatal three way, fatal five way. <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely what happens when you like bring a non wrestling person into the uh, into the into the fold because they don't really know the lingo as well. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and then they'll say the wrong thing, and then it looks makes the show look a little bit bad at the time. But it happens. It happens. I remember, I know what you're saying though about like respect and shaking everybody's hands. I was on uh, Ring Crew for a little while. 
um, in like 05, 04, 05. And uh, we had the Sandman. He was a surprise that night and nobody knew he was mm. going to be there. Uh, but we were in the you know arena, I guess, in the area. And we were building the ring. And uh, Sandman walked in and he just shook everybody, all of our hands. We were the dudes building the ring. We weren't shit. You know, Sandman <laughs> came over. He shook all of our hands and said, Sandman, Sandman, Sandman. He introduced himself yeah. to all of us. No, I mean, and it's true. I think a, a part of the logic, not the full thing, outside of respect too, is I think even if you're a vet, you're smart enough in knowing, hey, man, that ring crew guy might be your boss next week or five years from now or <laughs> yeah. ten years from now. It's also that's also the logic I use because it is true. Like I'm, I am an example of that as I very much was the dude setting up just you know the chairs, and now later on, I'm somebody that can book you and give you money. <laughs> so oh, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. So you're doing booking and stuff now? Uh, yeah. So about uh, literally six years ago, we we're celebrating the sixth anniversary on August 21st in Fort Myers at the Crown Plaza. Um, we got guys from like AEW Dark and we got a great show that night. Uh, yeah, six years ago, um, NEW, one of the companies I had mentioned before that I first started at, had closed up. Their last show was May of 2015. And right away, I like contacted everybody that was like local. I was like, all right, guys. NEW's done. What can we do? Like, I didn't want that local wrestling to die. I mean, it was definitely my biggest escape of the month. It's the shortest drive, which is nice. You know, I mean, I work for guy. I work for places like Tampa and St. Pete, but it's nice having your local company every, you know, once a month and not sometimes twice a month. You know, and so I didn't want that local scene to die. And um, you know, we we had some doubters. You know, we didn't have a ring. We didn't have money. Uh, we had never ran a show before. Everyone that kind of ran the show kind of walked away. But luckily, uh, I had people that were with me that were like, fuck it, we'll figure it out. Uh, you know, I mean, nice. my guy, uh, Zach, Zach Monstar and, uh, and uh, Manny Gonzalez, uh, we were the three that started uh, Real Pro Wrestling, RPW, and Ford Myers. And yeah, and we're still running uh, six years, over 80, maybe 90 events we ran. Uh, we ran in Port Charlotte recently, Ave Maria, Ford Myers, Ocala. And uh, yeah, it's, it's been a really fun trip. And yeah, it started, I originally was just trying to get someone else to get it going. And I was just going to be the fake general manager, like I've been doing and commentary <laughs> and stuff. But uh, finally it was like, all right, who should be Booker? And it was them that kind of uh, first mentioned me. It was in the back of my mind, but I didn't want to jockey for it. <laughs> so, but luckily someone else mentioned it and I was like, yeah, you know, cause I think they know, like, I think it's good to have a, a booker that's not necessarily a wrestler full time because that way I'm not jockeying for myself. I truly am. And I truly am at the end of the day just jockeying for the best show, you know what I mean, for the fans, wow. for the for the guys and girls in back. So, you know what I mean? I'm unbiased. Um, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to put myself the title on myself. I am a former hardcore champion, but that's a whole other story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for the most part, I'm not putting the title on myself. <laughs> that's good that's good it's not the it's not the world title anyway it's just the hardcore title no no, no. We, 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 very similar to what wwe is doing now before they did it again we were doing like just a fun 24 7 thing you got one in there only one title ring uh I, I i am also the amp uh different company in uh port ritchie amp 24 7 hardcore champion so oh, I've, wow. I've had two titles <laughs> nice nice i'm hanging up on your wall like bret hart uh no in indie wrestling there's not a hundred titles it's one title that you <laughs> hand over to the next guy no one yeah. has uh, although uh i do have some of the older rbw titles so i don't think i have that title huh? that's cool man though that's really awesome i didn't even know that you and, and some buddies got together and kind of started a company out of ashes of an old company that just kind of like died huh? like you know what we can do this and you had nothing you had no money no ring uh just yeah, maybe a couple a handful of wrestlers that shows, yeah 
Yeah, that's exciting. I did not know about that. Um, does RPW have like stuff online in the archives and YouTube, anything like oh, that? Oh, yeah, definitely. Check, yeah, check out the YouTube, Real Pro Wrestling. Um, plenty of stuff on that YouTube, man, from the, from the last several years. Uh, we're also on uh, now recently, too. Definitely check this out. Uh, Fight TV, very oh, popular nice. uh, pro wrestling streaming app. Uh, we have one event on there. The second event is going to be probably up in the next week uh the, the anniversary event will be up there too on a delay it's not live unfortunately we're not we haven't uh settled on that that takes a little bit more <laughs> yeah. but uh the, the the video on demand will be up probably about a week or two afterwards so look for that probably at least in september when are you having the anniversary show uh august 21st ford myers crown plaza oh hell yeah what's the really really nice venue man really nice it's a hotel so it's, it's a beautiful venue is it like a ballroom, like the, one of the uh, rooms in the hotel? Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Like there's a Comic Con that runs out of there. That's originally how we started. Was uh, we actually did it outside during a Comic Con. The Comic Con would be inside, and then finally, we, uh, we finally talked to one of the you know managers there, and we're like, hey, uh, can we move inside sometime? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, the con's on here. You know, come into the like you said, it's a ballroom, meeting room kind of type thing. Nice, that's cool. Uh, what are uh, some of your top matches for your anniversary show? Uh, we got uh, Ryzen, who's on uh, Being the Elite, the, the AW YouTube show, as well as oh. AW Dark and um, an Elevation. Uh, Ryzen's going to challenge uh, Argus Artois for a heavyweight title. We call it the Top Crown title. Uh, we got that. Two out of three falls match, two of the best upcoming uh, tag teams in Florida, slash just in general. The gifted Logan Cruz, Reezy T, uh, defending against the professional wrestlers. Uh, one of my favorite. <laughs> Tag team names, professional wrestlers, uh, Giovanni the Greatest and Justin Matthews. Uh, women's title, uh, two girls that are kicking ass all over the place, uh, Lexi Gomez and Kelsey Regan, uh, kind of for like the undisputed title. Both of them claim that they're the champions. We're going to settle that. Wow. Uh, I mean, we got, yeah, we got a lot of fun stuff, man. Uh, I think all the titles are on the line. Uh, we've got a six-man tag plan, triple threat plan. Uh, we're also doing like our first kind of like a little Hall of Fame. We're going to honor a couple of people. Uh, a couple of people that have passed, unfortunately, as well as um, another guy that helped pave the way for a lot of us. So that's that's incredible. That's awesome, man. You got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, yeah, try, man. Yeah, is it <laughs> six, six year anniversary? Yes, sir. Year six. Year six. Congratulations. Uh, you Dang. went from being just some dude that had a job that was in high school to being the busiest guy in the world. <laughs> I try, man. I like I like being busy sometimes. I like looking at the calendar and seeing, you know. Either a trivia match, or I do. I also do trivia uh, physically at like a, at like a, at a bar on Wednesdays, and we're looking for other venues, and then comedy, and you know, like I said, try to work for a few different wrestling companies. You can also catch me at a Tampa Bay Pro Wrestling. I'm the commissioner there. Uh, we just released some t-shirts too, so Tampa Bay Pro Wrestling. Check them out and get a t-shirt with my silhouette on it. Uh, oh, nice. <laughs> I just became the co-general manager of Florida Gulf Coast uh, Wrestling. Uh, so I'm currently the, oh no, I lost the power in RPW, uh, on air. So I'm the general manager of two companies, but four overall, I think I have a record in Florida. I like to think I have a general manager, commissioner record in Florida. I like to think. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, if maybe if William Regal retires, we could bring you in as a GM of NXT. Hey man, I've got some good <laughs> talent. I can, I can show you guys. <laughs> Samoa Joe with your bodyguard, you know, you know. Oh, there you go. Come on, Joe. <laughs> Hell yeah. I like what he's doing out there. Um, so you. that's cool, man. You got all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, so tell me about how like you got into wrestling, like growing up and stuff. I know your brother Don. Yeah, uh, he hosts the uh, you know podcast and stuff, and he's a big wrestling fan. And you're the little brother, so that's probably how you know you kind of learned about wrestling. But like, tell me about you know getting into it and stuff. 
Yeah, I mean, no, you, you kind of hinted a little bit. A little bit. Uh, my dad was a fan and still is, but a very like, casual fan. He's definitely the kind of guy that can, you know, s- skip many Raws and not really care or dabbles in and out. Then my brother came, took it to the next level. Uh, but then I came and really took it to the next level. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> He's a pretty big fan. He probably hasn't missed a Raw or a pay-per-view in years. But I also try to watch raw and AEW and work of honor and mlw and then run my own company and then work for three other companies and so yeah i, I think i took it to the next level <laughs> a little bit yeah <laughs> that's cool and then uh you're in florida he's in arizona where'd you grow up yeah. uh florida here man yeah okay. we moved uh bristol connecticut is where i was born so the few times i have wrestled i wrestled I don't know, like eight times uh, the few times I have wrestled, I do come up to uh, from Bristol, Connecticut. <laughs> I just think it's oh, nice. kind of cooler, uh, despite not, despite not remembering it because we moved when I was like one or two. So <laughs> I don't remember it all. But if I ever wrestle, I do get I do hail from Bristol, Connecticut. Um, right near Stanford, I bet. <laughs> I, yeah, I just figured I like yeah, Connecticut makes you think of yeah. Oh, oh. well, Stanford, that was the story uh, behind uh, Triple H being from Greenwich. I think was because uh, being from Connecticut made you like uh, obnoxious. Exactly. Yeah, I think it just it sounds. No offense, anyone from Connecticut. It's a beautiful place. Uh, I know working in Florida, I hear a lot of people vacation from there. So, but it does it does sound douchier. I don't know why. (laughs) So it's funny. Like every uh, time I've wrestled, I think I've always been a heel. So (laughs) doing doing comedy on Zoom, I meet a lot of people from all over the world, all over the country. I know a few people from Connecticut now, a few comedians in Connecticut, and uh, they're you know they're a lot cooler than I ever expected the Connecticut people to be. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, no, I know no, some like the nice people from Connecticut, absolutely. And hey, I was born there, so I, I survived. But yeah, uh, no, yeah. but then we moved here, like I said, we're not, not even one or two, I don't remember. And then, uh, yeah, we just we we stayed here. Uh, he he moved uh, for a girl, and then that didn't work out. But then he found another girl, uh, so he stayed <laughs> in Arizona. Probably since I was, I don't, probably not even ten. Wow. Oh wow. There's okay, yeah, it's been a while. That much of an age difference between you guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's uh. Oh man, I'm, I'm a horrible brother. Yeah, 13 years. Okay, okay. <laughs> 12, 11. I'm bad with ages. And they change every year. I can't keep track of these oh, ages. Oh, they do. I know. And you know what? When I was younger, it was so easy for me to keep track of how old I was. And then I'm like, wait, am I? Am I, I can do me, but figuring out other people, I always forget. You know, They're like, are you 37? Well, yeah, seven years ago. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Last time we talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, you know, growing up and stuff, when you were probably about a young adult at the early 2000s um from then on uh well as far as i know probably before then even uh florida was a really hot spot for any wrestling and stuff what was it like uh growing up and were you going to a bunch of shows and things like that in florida sadly no and that that might be why it went so hard once i had my own car mm-hmm. uh yeah. <laughs> like i said my dad was just a kind of a casual fan so the only things i knew of being in fort myers another reason why i wanted to keep the scene going is we kind of have a nice uh niche that we have the control of. If you go to Tampa, there's like several people fighting for that same crowd. There is nothing here outside of us. If you want pro wrestling from Naples to Fort Myers to Punta Gorda, you got to come to RBW. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, wow. So th- there wasn't much happening here. WWE would come every few years. Uh, I think maybe WCW came, but I never knew about it. Uh, and then even like the Indies I mentioned, uh, NEW had started in February. I didn't hear about it until maybe August or September. 
And so they had just started. And SMWA ran very sporadically, I guess, for several years, but I never knew about it. So, and that's always a struggle. It's a struggle we find. I'll still find fans that will be like, oh, I love wrestling. I didn't know you guys existed. And I'd be like, what? <laughs> How do you not know we existed? <laughs> We've been trying for six years. But it just shows that you got to really try different avenues to get people's attention. So, no, I, I didn't really do a hell of a lot uh, growing up. I went to literally maybe... By the time I'm in the business, maybe a handful of indie shows I'd find here and there in a Mockley or, uh, in, in, uh, yeah, like a Mockley and maybe like once or twice in Naples, but not much really happened here. That's cool, though. So it's, uh, you know, there is a hot area for wrestling, the East Coast and Florida and things like that. But yeah, you, you got to go to Miami, Tampa, then it starting to up, Orlando. Yeah, yeah, so you have like an area that is kind of uh, wrestling dry, and then you kind of feel yeah. for them. That's, all, that's awesome. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, the, the fan base is definitely here. Even in, uh, we ran uh, in a martial arts academy in Ave Maria, and at first we weren't sure, but the fans always came out because it just it was the only, the nearest thing in town if anyone was interested, you know. Yeah. So being in a non wrestling role for like so long, like a non wrestling wrestler role on television, not wrestler, but you know what I mean. A non wrestler wrestling role is what I was trying to say. Uh, doing that for so many years, you've been doing it for over ten years. Who are some of like your inspirations uh, behind what you do? Um, I mean, definitely kind of a lot of the ones you maybe you might imagine. I'm a big Paul Heyman guy. I like his swagger. Uh, uh, Bobby the Brain, of course, come, comes to mind, too. Um, I mean, it's, 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 if you love him or hate him, you can't, can't deny that he is entertaining, um, especially back in the day without some maybe other side things. Jim Cornette. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's, he's easy to hate. Uh, you know, just trying to kind of put all those in a, in a pot and mix it, you know what I mean? Find your own swarminess if, if you're a heel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, do you, you brought up Bobby Heenan, were you, were you funny? Do you tell jokes and stuff? Do you make the crowd laugh when you're doing the wrestling things or are you just strictly heel? No, I, I, I'm more of a, a funnish heel. Like, I like to think that no one... You might think I'm a dick, but like you don't like you don't. I'm trying to think of how to word it. Uh, I'll I'll make it laugh. I'll definitely. Have, I also have no problem being the ass. You know what I mean? Like I'll sit there and like you know I'll scream like a girl, or I'll be like come on, kick out, like you know what I mean? Like just uh, you know do different little things, or uh, I'll, I'll look at a woman in the front row and go quit staring at me. I know I'm sexy, but just stop it. Like eyes on the match, please. You know, like I'll have fun with it. I don't mind being the ass. I don't mind being the guy that. You know, like like a Bobby Heenan, like if the if the face finally gets a hold of me and 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 kicks me in the face, I've been hit with chairs and uh, I've been avoiding the mist for a while. One one of my enemies does the mist, and we keep <laughs> but every time it almost happens, we decide not to do it. So I'll probably get miss it at some point. You know what I mean? So yeah, I don't know. I I, I that kind of fun heel, make it where you want people to see you get your ass kicked, but most people are in on the fun. I like to think. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, what's it like going? Because I imagine you know, in in the wrestling persona, you want to be a heel, and on the comedy persona, you want people to like you. Um, yes. You know, what's the differences in, about doing that, and how do you feel about you know going back and forth? I don't know. That's a, that's a great question. Um, I think I've always just been able to distinguish the two. Like you said, I mean, I it's a there's a lot of fun similarities, but uh, it's definitely a difference as far as performance wise. You know. Like you said, in, in, in one comparison that is the same, again, I don't mind, you know, like comedy, it comes from pain, it comes from just brutally being honest. So, again, you kind of are the brunt of the joke, you know what I mean? Whether it talks about how, you know, I, I don't fit in clubs or I don't fit in a normal seat or whatever the case might be. Like, uh, you are kind of, I have no problem again, you know, 
uh, being the, the the brunt of the jokes, just being honest and going out there. So, well, that's more honesty while wrestling is kind of turned up. Well, so is comedy really turned up. You know, usually you take a story and you make it that much more. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, it really so is. Yeah, you just kind of turn it up to 10, just like, yeah. In, in a, in I like to say turn it up to 11, but yeah. Okay, there you go. <laughs> take it up to 11. <laughs> Who are uh, we? We talked about you know uh, some of your inspirations for for the wrestling things. Who are some of your inspirations for the comedy stuff? Uh, that's a good one. I I I, I know I'm, I'm a big fan of many people. I'm not sure if uh, I know for a while there I was avoiding like a lot of people like they'll they'll liken me to Fluffy and like Gabriel Iglesias, but I feel like that's more of just a, a, a picture thing because a lot of times I actually was avoiding mostly like bigger guy humor because I, I wanted to talk about different things. I didn't want to just be focused on that. And yeah, so yeah. I, I, I try to just uh, more nice guy stuff, you know what I mean? Like I said, like my mind's very much like getting people on my side. So, I mean, Gabriel's not a bad idea because like I'm not – I can be crass, but not to uh, like a, any kind of a mean level. It's, it's much more nice – so uh, he's actually probably not that bad of a comparison. Uh, I'm trying to think, just just wackiness. I try to be. I actually do try to be pretty movable. Uh, I don't know. That's from stealing, taking it from like Dane Cook or wherever. I'll mention him because like you know I do like I like being active on stage. Anytime I've had a really small stage, I kind of almost don't know what to do because I want to move around and like act things out sometimes. So. <laughs> Maybe like a Chris Farley from movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm the opposite. I uh, I moved around a lot to my detriment. You know, I heard you were saying thing. recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I've been saying still a lot more, and I and I uh, I enjoy that. So it's just everybody's different, you know. And uh, for me, uh, it helps me focus more on what I'm doing and stuff like that. That's cool. So yeah, um, so let's get into some some wrestling stuff. You uh, you're not so much of WWE stuff right now. You're more into the AEW and the indie stuff, right? Uh, I still watch with WWE, and I, I I try not to be the typical hater as much as I can be. So I uh, I love the line of uh, was it Brian Zane from Wrestling with the Gred? Like what you like, don't be a dick. So I'll never hate on anything. Yeah, I, I try not to anyway. I can definitely explain why I think something's wrong or I don't like it, but. Uh, I mean, as far as, yeah, I'm riding the AEW high because I do love the fact that we have another big company out there that can offer, you know, guys and girls great contracts and, you know what I mean? And hopefully that will just make WWE, you know, try to run better. And so I'm, I'm glad they're around for sure. One thing AEW is doing is they're giving a lot of indie um, wrestlers uh, some rub and some spotlight. They're just bringing people in for one or two offs or whatever. And um, it's really good for, I'm sure it's really good for their careers. No, absolutely. That that is something that I enjoy. You know, you're not going to see on Raw an unsigned guy have a really competitive match, but you yeah. can see that on AEW. Uh, there, there's the fine line of sometimes I feel like people go missing like too much that are on their roster, but I do like the fact that they do rotate and they give other people spotlights. You know what I mean? As you said, so I do enjoy that a lot. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's hop into uh, WWE stuff real quick. I just have like one topic here that I want to bring up. Um, Actually, no, more than one, but uh, I don't want to go into like a full SummerSlam preview, but uh, what do you think of the return of uh, Goldberg and John Cena? Oh, man, I just said I don't want to be a hater. Now you're going to catch me hating. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's start with the positives. I'm cool with Cena. Um, my only problem that, that there ever was with Cena is the same problem that I have sometimes with Charlotte at different times, Triple H, Jeff Jarrett, and TNA. Mm -hmm. He was just shoved down our throats too much at one particular point. 
You know what I mean? Roman, same thing happened with Roman for a minute there. It's not like he was ever not talented. It's not like he couldn't cut a promo. No, he was. He's talented in the ring. He's had some match of the year candidates with AJ and Punk and whatnot. Uh, and usually in general has a decent match. Great promo. So I'm, I'm happy he's back. He's been gone. Definitely enough to where now I'm super hyped to see him for the first time in a while. Um, I'll actually see him. Well, I won't. Not like I'll, I'll see him personally, but I'm going to a house show Saturday to help Flyer for the six-year anniversary show. And Cena will be there, supposedly. So that, that's kind of cool. And um, so I'm, I'm happy seeing his back. I think Roman's as as fun to watch as he's ever been. I love his new sh- his uh, heels his heel shtick. For now, we're approaching about a year now to to a degree. Um, yeah, because I think it was SummerSlam he came back and just yeah. As I say, SummerSlam I know by Hell in a Cell. He's he full up, was force. it Wyatt and uh, yeah. Wyatt and somebody I don't remember who it was. Some, something like that. It was a world title I, match I, and Roman came I, out and I, just laid them both out. You get the point in this trivia round. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I only get half a point because I only said Wyatt. <laughs> okay, I'll give it to you. You were closer than I was. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm 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 cool with that match. It's a big time match. Um, SummerSlam should be treated as a big time show every once. In a while. And there's been some bad SummerSlams, like ones where like Kali is headlining. So I'm glad we're getting that. Uh, speaking of Kali, Goldberg does nothing plus nothing for me. Um, his last couple of returns, I, I haven't enjoyed. Uh, I don't, oh. his first time he came back, he defeated my cousin Kevin, Kevin Owens. Uh, that's not true, don't look that up, but uh, he defeated <laughs> my cousin Kevin, you know. And Kevin was that was his first run so far, his last run as a world slash universal champion. Um, and that that sucked, you know, just to have you know, he wrestled all of like 10 minutes when he came back. Uh, I'm talking 10 minutes total from his from his Goldberg matches to his Rumble appearance and his Kevin Owens match. It was like seven and a half minutes, I feel, at the end of the day. Um, so none of the matches were good. Then he comes back again. He ends, uh, I think it was the Fiend streak. And uh, even the last time he went uh, to fight Drew, I didn't care about. He cut a really weird promo against Drew, which made no sense and killed all momentum. I, I, about the, do you know about the 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 story behind that? It was as it, it was Drew was supposed to do something else? Yeah, so Drew, because it was like Legends Night or whatever it was. Right, yeah, yeah. And Drew was supposed to like run down all the legends. And then Goldberg is going to come out and be like, you're showing disrespect. But then they skipped it because they were running short on time. And so Goldberg's, you're, you know, your lack of respect didn't really sit well because, yeah, it was just kind of out of context. No, of course it didn't. You just, you're sitting and watching, like, is this guy dumb? Like, what happened? Like, yeah, I'm not, yeah. They couldn't, like, okay, if that's true, if that's all true, they could have been like, Goldberg, uh, improvise, challenging him, challenge him in a different way. Mm-hmm. Like, it you're right, makes you're no right sense. about that. Absolutely. And no then, I mean, go, go, as, as, uh, as long as Goldberg's been around, he should be able to improvise something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, that was just weird. And like I said, the matches do nothing for me here. Uh, if you want him on the pay-per-view, we couldn't do a tag. We couldn't do something else. Right, right. We have to challenge for the title right away. So I'm not excited for it. The match will be nothing. Um, my brother had a fun thing to where maybe I would be okay with it, which is where he wins, but then Big E cashes in on Goldberg. <laughs> oh, that would be interesting. I'll take that. That would be interesting. Yeah, I like that idea because Big E's a SmackDown guy, so you wouldn't see it coming. You wouldn't see it coming. And Big E always, uh, I don't know if he's half serious or not, but he's always saying that like his number one China Sea match is Goldberg. So I guess that in several <laughs> Has he been saying that previously to this? Yeah, he said that on the New Day podcast and other times. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's funny. Do they do cross? I guess they do whatever they want. Yeah, man, there, there's no real sense. rules. There's yeah. no real rules. You <laughs> know what not. I mean? Like, all of a sudden, uh, Reggie is defending the 24-7 title on SmackDown. 
Like what? Um, that title's never been a dual branded thing, but whatever. There's no rules, dude. <laughs> yeah, you're, no, you're right. There's definitely not. They could just simply go, "Well, Biggie won the right to challenge for a title. We never said it was the SmackDown title." Yeah, yeah. You just blew my mind though, because you're right. Goldberg's in the modern era. This would be his third world title reign. Yeah, and then none of them have been good. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, you know, I was thinking about Goldberg actually yesterday. I was thinking, you know what? I kind of did cheer for Goldberg in like 2003, 2004 when he was going up against Triple H. Sure. Because, sure. Um, you know, Triple H was, like you said, the Jeff Jarrett and the, the Roman Reigns. Yeah. The John Cena. And it's and like, what is he? We've seen on WWE. Like, like, yeah, I was hot for it too. Yeah, and it was cool to see him, you know, after all these years. And Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, he's definitely outstayed as welcome. That's for sure. No, he has, and like, and like, I don't mean to be mean, but like, he's looking old too now. Like, he's like, he looks, he looks older, which is because he is older every time we see him. <laughs> yeah. But you're right, though. They could, they could definitely showcase him in a different way. Yeah, like, it was like a showcase match. You don't even have to. If have you want that rub, man. Okay, fine. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you know, you know, Keith Lee and Goldberg versus, you know, Bobby in a tag match. I don't know, just or you know, need need to include the world champion. Yeah, just. I don't know, like I didn't hate him and Ziggler, you know what I mean? It was kind of fun. It was a squash, and Ziggler kept asking for like the rematch, and like that was fun. You know, you can do that if you want. You know, when know, he I returned kinda, last I year, I kind of hated that. Uh, he can cut the same promo but fight Randy Orton. You know what I mean? Like that's what should have happened. You know what I mean? That could have been a fun mid card match, but yeah, no, you're right, you're right. Um, okay, speaking of fun mid card matches, uh, we uh, we got the release of the the Fiend Ray Wyatt recently. Um, a lot of people were saying that he was gearing to come back in August and then do some shit and whatever. And uh, he kind of passed his powers over to Alexa. That's kind of weird. Um, nobody saw this coming, man. What do you think about the release of Bray Wyatt? No, definitely. No one saw this coming. I'm almost no and uh, not surprised. It's because we've had uh, several releases this year that I don't think anyone saw coming. Uh, from Braun, who was a champion in the last year, yeah. to uh, to Alistair Black, who had just was on SmackDown starting a feud. Uh, <laughs> this one's maybe you know again the most surprising you know multi-time champ Bray, um, great reinventing guy. You know what I mean from from Husky Harris even uh, to uh, finally uh, Bray Wyatt to finally the Fiend. Um, all of them entertaining, especially the last two. Um, very much, I feel again them dropping the ball on the on the characters. Um, I almost feel like there's maybe more to this story than we know of, as far as I, I don't know, because it's just it, it is an odd one. You know, I know he's he seemed like he was a merch seller. People bought that really ugly, expensive belt that he came out with. Oh <laughs> with man, the, they sold replicas of that. Yeah, oh, as wow. well, wasn't that sold out? And that thing, that thing was ugly. But people liked it because people loved the fiend, and you know, I mean, I even have one of his action figures here. I don't collect many action figures anymore outside of AEW. I do collect those, but I don't have many WWE ones. But I want the fiend one because it's such a fun toy. It's a very, as Zack Ryder would say, toyetic toy. Um, so, yeah, this, this one was interesting, man. I, I love to. I feel like there's more to the story, and maybe one day we'll figure out or learn in a fun shoot interview in, in 10, 20 years from now. But. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, he's very talented. Hopefully, he's taking his his wares elsewhere, whether it's Japan or more AEW. I, I do wonder if, if especially if Punk and Brian are coming, and we just had Andrade, and we got Christian, and we got if there's even room to a degree. Mark Henry like, and the Big Show. Much. Yeah, Big Show still has said he's going to do a match at some point, and hasn't yet. Henry's going to do one more match. Uh, I just I don't know how much if he if he crowd that locker room even more. I would imagine they might be interested. He's that big of a star, so. 
Yeah. It's a weird one, man. Well, what's, what's your input? You know, um, well, they said it was budget cuts. Um, oh, I, I hate kinda, hearing that. Yeah, I could kind of see that just because their their business aspects are kind of sporadic. They don't really they don't really think about tomorrow. They just think about today. Yeah. Uh, in a lot of ways. And he maybe he had a big contract. That's what I heard about Braun. I heard that Braun signed Same, yeah. a huge contract and they it cut didn't him. even out what they had in store for him. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's like the rumors are that they're in negotiation with a smaller contract with them, you know, for less money. Uh, I don't know why he would want to do that, but hey, if he wants to be. Yeah, that's almost control, insulting. We're going to fire you and then go, oh, let's, we'll take you back for less. <laughs> we'll take you I back for know. half the money that we actually promised you. I don't know, man. I, I can kind of get that. I still stand by, um, what was it, Mike Canellis? Mike Bennett recently kind of talked about how, like, you know, I don't agree with them firing people during the pandemic. Like, they weren't that poor. They had the Peacock deal. They weren't running house shows, so that saved them money. Uh, the Fox deal was still not that long ago, which was a lot of money. So, like, I don't know, man. Like, some of this budget cut stuff, I think it's just – it's a very – it's the same thing with, when an actor quits – for a different reason, but then says scheduling issues. Like, I feel like it's just them trying to make themselves look better. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, they have money. They have Saudi Arabia money. They have Fox money. Yeah, You know, they're trying to get back there any day now. Yeah, and now that the fans are coming back in, they're going to have that ticket money they didn't have for over a year. So I don't think that they're hurting for money. I really don't. Um, you know, no. some people say online that they're they're cutting contracts or cutting budgets uh, to make the WWE sellable. Um, that might be the case, too. I don't know. Um but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. If they ever did, I think uh, hopefully Triple H would run in. It would be a lot better, but we'll see. I was hoping that for years, man. From what I've heard, I feel like Triple H is not next in line or maybe not even third next in line anymore. I don't know. Yeah, I would love to see it, man. I've always said I hate to say it, so like I won't kill him off in this scenario, but like I, I, I'm, I am very much looking forward to seeing what the difference will be when Vince steps away. Yeah, I really am. Yeah. <laughs> I hate but will, to say he, that. But will he step away is the question. <laughs> well, I mean, there's life, man. The dude might not live like me and you and most people, but sooner or later, like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have to yeah. step down because he can't. I, you know, I am really interested to see like what the company does when Vince is gone. Um, yeah, I really do. They can't get any worse, you know? <laughs> Yeah, there's been some questionable stuff these for a long time. Yeah, for a long time, for a long time. Um, I remember a lot, you know, uh, talking to people and stuff and how, like, in the early 2010s, like 2013, 2015, 2016, like, wrestling was so much fun. Um, but since then, the last, you know, three, five years, it really has, like, lost its fun to be a wrestling fan, at least because of WWE. Maybe that's why I've always said, and I've been doing this for a long time. Um, there's enough out there, man. There always has been. If, if WWE yeah. is not your cup, trust me, there's a flavor of ice cream you will like. Oh, I'm not yeah. saying that's AEW. If it ain't AEW, check out New Japan. Check out Ring of Honor. Check out Impact. Check out MLW. Check out, you know what I mean? New Japan. PWG's back, so. apparently. PWG just came back. They had yeah. several AEW guys. They, they still let the crowds into it. Uh, Malachi Black showed up. Yeah. Oh, Malachi Black was on PWG? Yeah, he showed up at the very end. I think uh, Super Dragon, too, uh, returned for the first time in, in years. Wow. Yeah, uh, I just we, saw they had an event. I need to go find the results and check it out and see what happened. And see if Yeah, I, I think I saw the results. I don't know. I'm guessing at some point it'll be out on uh, streaming or DVD. It didn't air live, but. Yeah, no, I know. They usually, I think, they, I think they're on. Uh, High Spots. High spots, yeah. There you go. There yeah, you go. I just so, don't know if anything uh, changed. It's been so long since they ran. I don't know if anything changed. 
So uh, speaking of uh, AEW and Malachi Black and everything, uh, we got all kinds of people popping up AEW. Uh, Alistair Black did. Um, he's feuding with Cody, I think. Um, yes. They're doing the whole heaven hell thing. That's pretty fun. Um, they haven't had their match yet, right? That's the coming up with the pay-per-view? No, it's before the pay-per-view, actually. A lot of people figured it was on a pay-per-view, but no, they're doing it on TV. Okay. They have pay-per-view-like shows, right? Uh, yeah, they're um, kind of like old-school um... – I guess old school WWF, you could say. They're only a few times a year. They're not every month. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they'll, like, they'll, almost like a Clash of the Champions, but their regular TV schedule. Uh, well, that too, yeah. Well, they'll have pay-per-view pay-per-views on, like, a Saturday or a Sunday. Right, yeah. And then they'll also have, like, special episodes of the show where they'll call it, like, Road Rager or Winter is Coming. You know what I mean? And, like, their own kind of, like you said, kind of like Clash. Uh, but even, like, a normal show can have, some, like, something big happen on it, too. Like, and it, that's what's also fun to me, too, is, like, you never really know what might happen. Every show is kind of a big show to a degree. There's a show coming up the day before SummerSlam uh, that Tony Khan announced is going to be in Chicago. Uh, there's rumors that CM Punk has signed with AEW. Yeah. Um, I personally am like, what? He hasn't wrestled in seven and a half years. How's he going to wrestle, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but what do you think about what do you think about the possibility of CM Punk debuting in Chicago on September 20, I mean, August 21st, I think, the same night as your show, is it? Oh, well, no one's watching our show. No, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I, I think it's I, I think there's a good chance it'll happen. I feel like so they, they basically said it without saying it on the last show. They were kind of Darby Allen said something about the best in the world, which is a punk thing. Uh, MJF made reference to it. They, they zoomed in on fans chanting his name. So I feel like if he doesn't debut at some point soon, it will be them shooting themselves in the foot because I feel like <laughs> they've been kind of like hinting at it already. So what so you're I, saying I, is that if he doesn't debut, it's almost having – uh, it's almost like having an exploding cage that doesn't quite explode. Uh, <laughs> I, I, it's even worse than that because it's almost like not even having a cage. <laughs> oh, it, wasn't I mean, a cage. Sorry, it was an exploding ring. It was an exploding ring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I thought you were talking about uh, Jericho falling through the cardboard after oh, that too. No, I was talking about uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the non split. I know. I know, dude. Like, I'll take the Jericho thing because, like, how else are they going to do that? But yeah, the exploding ring, it's just, it's such a. I'm not gonna say bad. It's just it's 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 so bad. It's it's sad for them because you know what I mean. Like it, it yeah. was a good match. It was more or less what you would expect from that match, if not better. And then such a whimper of an ending. Uh, oh, wow, that that shockmaster shit uh, <laughs> like that. Do you think? Uh, do you think Punk's gonna wrestle? Or do you think he'd be uh, like a commentary or like a like a general manager? He'll be going for your position. I feel like he's. <sighs> That's a good question, too. I mean, they, there really is no promise that, like, he'll come and he'll then start wrestling. But I feel like he kind of has to at that point, no? I mean, I mean, like you said, he could ease himself into it. Uh, he definitely could ease himself into it. I do feel he'll definitely wrestle at some point. I mean, he, um, he's done MMA in the last couple of years, so he's in some kind of shape. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, like you said, too, depending on how long this has been into play, you know what I mean? Start training, start yeah. getting out there. You know what I mean? He was a vet and he was a high-level wrestler for many years so um and, and like you just pointed out too like i would imagine even let's say he does wrestle you could milk it for a solid month or two you know what i mean have him appear you don't need him every week even his first couple of appearances can be every couple of weeks um and you know what i mean and the entire time you know he, he's training wherever you know and who knows if he's not training now so uh i, I think we will see because i kind of feel like it, that's what people really want more than just him Popping up and you know just chit chatting. <laughs> yeah, I do agree that people do want to see him wrestle. 
Um, it'll be really cool though to see him wrestle. Uh, one guy who I think will wrestle because that's what all he ever wants to do in the whole world, uh, who also is rumored to have signed with AEW is uh, Brian Danielson. Hell yeah! Uh, what do you think about that? I think it's exciting, man. It's as other people have said too. Like, is it too much at once? Because like one might kind of suck away the power of the other. Because they're they're two huge signings, and to, in my opinion, they are the biggest signings AW's ever done. Oh yeah, uh, it's bigger than Jericho. It's bigger than Moxley. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I would say, uh yeah, I would say bigger than Moxley. Because the thing with Jericho is he was kind of an afterthought in WWE towards the end. You know, what I mean, he was there every once in a while in a U.S. title feud or whatnot. You're legitimately taking two guys, Daniel Bryan, who last we saw was fighting for a world title, the Universal, whatever. You know what I mean? And then you're taking Punk, who's maybe one of the biggest stars of, you know, the last two decades. You know what I mean? And and so, yeah, those, those are two huge gets. So um, the Bryan one, you know, he might be at this point where he's like, hey, I've done more or less everything I can. I think the Japan thing entices him. AEW's got that Japan hookup, you know what I mean? Yeah, they do. <laughs> I, I feel like uh, he has done everything there is to do in WWE, um, you know, a couple times over. And he's done the heel, yeah. he's done the baby face, he's, you know, he's done the beard, he's done the, the not beard, he's like everything that he can do possibly, he's done it, and he's done it well. And um, it's just time for him to move on. Yeah, Take they'll give him the, off. They'll give him the same deal as, you know, Moxley and everyone where, you know, hey, you know, go do New Japan, go come do us, you know what I mean? They'll probably give him enough time off to where, you know, hey, but like Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes on uh, wrestling schedule as far as, you know, hey, wrestle a couple dynamites here and there, wrestle a pay-per-view, and then, you know, take a few weeks off if you, you know what I mean? Because it does seem like he's not looking to maybe do every week anymore. So and and, they'll be willing to accommodate that. And we're completely open to what you say about your character. We'll listen to your ideas. Yeah. And it's just, it's a funner environment. Yeah. I think mean, that's, that's what's happened with Big Show, Christian, and Mark Henry. I think all three of them were probably guys that didn't think they were going to do this, got on the phone with Tony, heard what was being offered, the same amount of money probably, just about, if not more, if not slightly less, whatever the case might be. And then like, hey, Big Show, oh, you want to do more stuff than just pop up every six months and get beaten up? Sure. Every lot of commentary, and when you do wrestle, it'll be a big thing. And, you know, same thing. Because think about it, too. My, uh, I think Don just mentioned this. Uh, Christian and Mark Henry and Big Show, last time we saw those three, they were all getting, uh, like – <laughs> shit talked and beat up by randy orton so everyone randy <laughs> orton beats up goes to aw <laughs> well i do like um there was a talking smack segment that uh paul Heyman was telling edge you know your friend uh as soon as you as soon as you became roman reigns's target your best friend went to a different company oh i never got out that. of town yeah, I was I was kind of heartbroken though that you know Edge and Christian were both cleared at the same time yeah. and they kind of went their separate ways. But you know, Very we'll much see what Christian has to offer. I, I, I did a little rant last week on the podcast because you know Christian, he's he's awesome. You know, he's he was a big jump to TNA and and he, you know he's this and that and he's former world champion and now he's tagging with the Jurassic Express. Oh no, I won't I won't agree with you on that. Uh, that's not a bad spot, man. Uh, I'm sure it's a fun spot, but I wanted to see Christian versus Omega for the world title. I just figured it's too uh, right at the gate. I I think we are going to get there. They've already kind of hinted at it. Um, So I I think we'll get there. See, that was my problem is that they hinted at it, and then they they put Christian to the bottom. Like, he came in like, oh, I'm this and that, and nobody can work me, and I'm going to start from the bottom, work my way up. I just – I didn't like that, I guess. But, you know, whatever. Everybody has got to do it, I guess. He's in a new place. He has to prove himself. 
He'll, he'll get there. You know, like I, said, I, I figured um, because they pushed him, like, as far as, like, him saying I'm going for the title, I knew he wasn't going to win that battle royal because I was like, it's too obvious. It's too yeah, obvious. You're right. It, it is too obvious. Uh, what if – I just had this idea. What if uh, Punk and Brian uh, hit the gates, spin with each other? I I think you're – it's an idea I've thought of and others have. I think the perfect counter argument to that is are you killing – are you are you taking away building up to something like that? Like, why why do that? You can get a lot of money out of like having them do other things at first, and then someday lead into that. Why 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 blow your wand so quick? Kind of yeah, thing. no, that's true. That is very true. That is very true. What's their biggest pay per view of the year? Their biggest their their WrestleMania. I I don't know if they necessarily make one thing more than the other so far from what I've seen. You have um okay. you have all out, you have double or nothing. Double or nothing's technically their first, but then all out's kind of like where they crowned their first champion originally. So yeah, I don't really I wouldn't necessarily say one's position more than the other. I would say those two maybe. Yeah, those two are the top ones. That's for sure. Okay. Yeah, and then double or nothing's where Moxley made his debut. Yeah, no, yeah, well, yeah, that's that's back. the first like real show. Yeah. Oh yeah, you had, all, you had all in, which was like a group effort, uh, not under any banner, and then you had like just like the uh, the announcement parties, you know, and then Double or Nothing is the first actual. Double or Nothing actually man. led into Dynamite, I think. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Double or Nothing is the first AEW wrestling event, and then they did Fighter Fest, and then I think All Out maybe, and then and then Dynamite premiered, or oh, okay. maybe vice versa. But they they had like three shows I think, and then and then Dynamite popped up. That's cool. Hell yeah. Or I'm um, wrong. So- it's not like that. <laughs> yeah, you probably are. No, I, I think you're right, actually. You run the trivia, so uh, I'm not going to question I'll give you the point. <laughs> I've been wrong before. I was the champion very briefly, and then, and then I found other players that are just beasts. There's some people in man that are so good. Oh, yeah, I bet. I bet there are. Like scary good. On like YouTube channel and watch some old ones. Yeah, no, there's some scary good ones, man. Dexter Beckett, uh, our current champion, Chris Cass, is... They, they both are beasts. Nice. Who's your prediction to win the King of the Ring this year? Uh oh, our, our king. Yeah, you're King of the Ring. Okay. Well, we called. We don't say of the ring because I don't want to get sued. Oh, but uh, okay. no, uh, okay. <laughs> it's, I, still, it I just call it King of Wrestling Retrieved, King okay. of WWE. <laughs> uh, I again. I mean, uh, no offense, to anyone else in the in the league, including myself. I'm still in the tournament. Uh, but even I don't think I'm not even predicting myself. Probably go back to the, the the guy that lost the title, Dexter Beckett. Uh, he wasn't allowed in the tournament last year because he was the champion. You know, who's ever the champion's not in the tournament. Uh, so I mean, he just he does make the most sense because he's got the best record out of everyone so far. But nice. uh, there could be there could definitely be some upsets. That's cool. That's cool. So uh, let's go ahead and plug some stuff. Where can people find wrestling with trivia? Uh, yeah, that is uh, Pierce Wrestling, like Pierce Rear, Pierce Wrestling. You'll find uh, Wrestling with Trivia on there, uh, as well as some you know, occasional uh, podcasts, kayfabe chats I do occasionally, kind of similar-ish to this, uh, kayfabe corner where I interview wrestlers, as well as some live wrestling itself, man. You'll see wrestling from, like, Platinum Pro Wrestling and other companies. Um, and then you got Real Pro Wrestling. You'll find that out on YouTube, all the good RPW goodness. Um might upload like one match from the anniversary show, like the, or like kind of like opener match, but everything else will be over at Fight TV for RPW. And then uh, the Pierce Co. channel, uh, the Pierce Co. as a company. And uh, that's where you'll find a show about show, my movie uh, podcast. That's where you'll find the movie trivia that we do on there. And uh, yeah, 
some some old comedy clips. You want to find some old comedy clips? Wait, what is your movie? Uh, it's it's the exact same idea as the wrestling one. It's twenty questions about uh, just oh, random okay. movie questions. It's movie trivia. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, thought said, I thought you meant like you had a movie, like you made a movie. Oh no, I have some old short films from high school. If you want to <laughs> really deep delve into the history of that channel, but uh, oh, not, not nothing too new. I don't have any too new short films on there. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. So you do the movie trivia too? How do you like that? Yeah. Uh, it's the same thing, man. It's just it started from just from trying to do something fun uh, while you're locked up in the house and to really kind of building upon its own. And I'm involved in a few different uh, trivia leagues. I was doing one before this all about movie release dates. Wow. <laughs> I placed a third or fourth. I don't even remember what I placed. Uh, nice. <laughs> that is not my forte. I'm what always like, more- oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, you're good, man. I'm sorry. Uh, so one thing that you do that I really enjoy is when you make a post on Facebook, you're like, I could. I could uh, connect two actors in five movies. Yes, I love that. I love that. How did you? How did you like start doing that? Just people just That's, do it. And you're like, whose game did I take that from? I've been doing that since at least middle, if not high school, because I even wow. remember um, I found a couple of teachers, Miss Joyce and Mister Zenju. Shout out to those random teachers uh, that were like, "Oh, we're movie fans," and so we would play like games during the lunch break. I would spend my lunch break hanging out with teachers uh, doing movie <laughs> trivia. <a> nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Me and like a couple of nerdy friends and our nerdy teachers playing movie trivia. And that was usually one of the rounds because it started with uh, uh, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Supposedly you can link Kevin Bacon to any okay, actor. That's, yeah, I've heard of that um, before. That's the idea. But that's, that's that gets boring after a while because you know, <laughs> you know, I don't want to just do Kevin Bacon. Well, you can do it with pretty much any actor, uh, you know, as long as you don't go, oh, no, pretty much anyone. I'm not good with anyone that, you know, hasn't made a movie in the last 30 years. But, yeah, uh, name name two actors right now that have not been in a movie together. Oh, man. Um, I couldn't even do it. Uh, Will Smith and uh, Will Smith and um, this is real fun, interesting radio here. Uh, Martin Short. All right, I'll give it to you later. <laughs> That's hard. It does take a couple minutes. It does take a couple minutes, but I'm not. I'm sure. I'm sure. I can it's just it. a lot easier on Facebook, yeah, because you can think about it for a couple of seconds. Oh, um, you know, I usually I usually write it down. I've done it. I've done it in car rides, though. You can do it in car rides. You can do it on a piece of paper. Obviously, don't cheat. Don't use IMDb. Anyone can do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, what about social media? What you got for social media? Uh yeah, man. So other than those uh, YouTube plugs, uh, Twitter, J Pierce O. Pierce is my middle name. That's why I've been finding it in all my uh, tags. Oh, okay, okay, nice. <laughs> That's where the Pierce comes from, Pierce Productions, because of my middle name, Pierce. Uh, oh, but yeah, he's a big uh, fan of uh, Prince Albert, the wrestler. Yeah, yeah good old Prince Albert. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Jay Pierce, uh, Jay Pierce O over at Twitter. Um, the, the name you see right here, Jordan Owens, if you put me on Facebook. Uh, I have so many fake friends. I'll add you, as long as you're a real human being and not trying to troll me. Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, all those YouTube links. Nice. Yeah, I believe, ben Affleck, I believe Ben Affleck is my Instagram, but uh, I forget oh. to post that time. Nice. Yeah, they're not gonna see this. This is just audio. Oh, you no dressed problem. up. You dressed up for nothing, Jordan. I know. I'm wearing a bedazzled suit <laughs> and no <laughs> pants. Well, uh, at least I can't see that far down. Um, well, thank you very much, man. Thanks for hanging out with me. It's been a lot of fun. No, nah, dude, absolutely, man. It has been fun, man. I appreciate it. Good, good chalk. Thanks for having me on here, my man.